I don't know if you've ever seen that picture. It's like an iceberg and you see the very tip of the iceberg that comes out of the water. And that's basically like what you see on the outside of somebody. And then you have the iceberg. That's like, you know, it's, there's a lot of the iceberg that's actually submerged underwater. And that's the part of somebody that you don't see. And I feel like that's the perfect analogy for meeting girls in the strip clubs. Like there is about this much that we see on the outside and what they're willing to share with us. And what we don't see is the huge iceberg underneath of the water. My name is Bonnie Kibuka and welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Gold Talk Show. I'm so excited to have you on here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So you're going to have to teach me, how do you pronounce your name? I've been arguing with Emily today <laughs> to pronounce your it's name. It's Brittany. Brittany. Okay, yep. so... I have my African accent and my British English, so we've been all over the place. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so how are you doing? How is life? Life is good. Okay. Yeah, I know um, a lot of people have just been through the pandemic. Like my podcast, I through the pandemic, I was stuck at home. I didn't have anything to do. So how was that for <laughs> you? Like how, how, did, how did the pandemic find you and what happened through that um the pandemic was it was a long uh long time at home yeah (laughs) um i actually started my business during like february of 2020 is when we launched yeah so we had no idea that we were about to go into what we were about to go into (laughs) um we also my husband and i recently adopted our daughter out of uh foster care Uh and she will be 10 next week. Um, but we had never spent, she's been with us almost three years, but, um, we had never spent quite that much time together. And so learning to adjust as a family and bond and, um, it was, I mean, it was the perfect time for that. Um, I was thankful in that aspect that we did get time to learn each other a little bit better in that season. Um, but I am glad that we're slowly returning yeah. <laughs> to a sense of normal. So yeah, that's 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 like I'm happy too that everything is getting back to normal. But like I mean, there's a lot of people who got good things out of the pandemic and like yeah, I mean it, it was bad, but we get time to stay at home, spend time with each other, spend time with families mm-hmm. just like you did. And a lot of people started different things through the pandemic, like my podcast, your business and that's pretty yeah. cool that at least some people got something good out of it. I mean, there was sure. there was a lot of negative things, like the lives of people that have been lost. But yeah, I'm glad to hear about that. Actually, I was just uh, looking at a picture of your family and then I saw the girl, Emily showed me the picture. I was like, oh, that's really cool. I was going <laughs> to ask you about it, but I'm so glad that you, you've talked about it. So actually, to, uh, to start, we've talked about Emily a lot, my wife, my wife, but I so having a conversation with my wife one time, she was actually, I think she visited, um, she went on a retreat where you guys met and she told yep. me about the amazing job that you and your family are doing uh, with the Freedom Pedal Company. Um, so how did you, you, you talked a little bit about how you started, how did you start it and what made you start the company? 
Yeah. So um, back in 2013, I went to a conference on human trafficking and I was a freshman in college. I had no idea that the world was that broken and dark. I came from a very naive, like conservative Christian household. And I don't know, we just didn't really talk about, you know, issues like that. And so I just was completely unaware of the gravity of the issue of human trafficking. And so the conference really opened my eyes. I went with my sister-in-law and we met a woman there who was doing strip club outreach. The conference was in Chicago and she was doing strip club outreach in Grand Rapids and said, Hey, you guys are from Grand Rapids. Why don't you come and join us and do strip club outreach with us? Um, Cause we've seen a direct link between the sex industry and human trafficking. And so we got back to Grand Rapids and we joined this lady on her little outreach adventure and uh, quickly realized that I wasn't actually old enough to get into strip clubs. <laughs> I was only 19 and you had to be yeah. 21. And so um, I just kind of started praying like, man, what, what is my role in all of this? How do I help these girls? And, you know, at 19, what do, yeah. what do I do? And so um, one of the major problems that the group was having was that they like, couldn't get past the bouncer, like the, um, managers and the bouncers were like turning them away at the strip clubs. And so at the time I was like, well, I like to bake. So in my college dorm, I was baking cupcakes and cookies Mm -hmm. and all of these random baked goods. And it literally turned out that bouncers couldn't say no to cupcakes. And that (laughs) was what got us into the door of strip clubs as ridiculous as that sounds. That is funny. I'm going to distract you a little bit. Uh, So we, my wife and I just started watching Ted Lasso. I don't know if you've watched the TV show, Ted Lasso. Everybody has been talking about it. There was a TV show, Ted Lasso, but there's a scene there where the new coach hired, he makes like cupcake, I uh, know, like cookies and brings them to her book to the boss every morning. So that's a good way to uh, get people's attention. Who knew, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was kind of how we started. And then eventually I was old enough to get in the clubs and I would go on outreach with them and just provide holistic resources for the women who felt unsafe within the sex industry. And shortly after I was able to go into the clubs, um, that organization just completely fizzled. Um, they kind of imploded and the team just kind of looked at each other like, okay, we can either completely walk away from this, or if we feel like there's still work to be done, we can pick up where this organization left off. And, um, yeah, we just, didn't feel like it was time to quit on the girls that we had worked with. And so we created our own organization. It was called created free. And um, basically we went into illicit massage parlors in Grand Rapids operating as legal brothels and then um, strip clubs. And then we ended up expanding to Traverse city, Michigan and Cadillac, Michigan as well. So one of the reasons we started freedom paddle company was because we got all of these girls to go on like outdoor adventures with us. So we basically were trying to build relationships outside of the clubs because it was hard to build relationships under bright lights, loud uh-huh, music uh-huh. and all the things happening right. in a strip club. And so um, we would invite them to beach days and we'd do hikes with them and bring them out with their families to go kayaking and all this other stuff. And so eventually we were like, man, there is definitely a correlation between nature and getting uh-huh. outside and yeah healing from trauma. And so we kind of connected those with freedom paddle company and 
we rent paddle boards and kayaks and snowshoes mm-hmm. uh, year round. And um, through that, that, we're able to take women on outdoor excursions as well. So nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into that actually, the, the pedal board company. But one question I was going to ask you while you're talking about uh, what, so you know, sometimes people uh, might uh, do something like when you do like a strip club ministry or strip club going into that there's a lot of like temptations like can pull you towards that like what have you done to distance yourself from what you're trying to get those people out of so like when you go to a club you might actually end up liking it and you're like oh i'm gonna stick to this and then instead of pulling those people out it pulls you in how have you avoided that Um, Well, we are a faith-based organization, and so a lot of it has come from prayer. Um, We actually have a prayer that we pray in the car before we head into the clubs, just kind of asking God, like, you know, don't let any of this stick to me, (laughs) basically. Um, You know, I'm there for the girls and just there to serve. And I mean, the good part is, like, um, we're not a fully nude state, um, and so that's a bonus uh-huh. in our favor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's definitely possible. Right. Um, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of prayer. And unfortunately, I mean, there's something to be said for men <laughs> going into strip clubs, like there's clearly a need there. Right. Um, but it's not ever been or felt like my job to reach out to the men that visit these establishments. Um, and so that's another one of our distancing practices is, you know, if a guy approaches you and gets uncomfortable, we have, you know, some steps that we can take. If we need to leave, we will leave. Um, but yeah, uh, there are definitely some precautions that need to be taken for sure. Nice. And how do these women uh, respond to that? Like when you go talk to them, how do they respond to that? Um, Honestly, a lot of them are really receptive. We always come bringing some kind of gift. So whether that's a baked good or if it's um, like we've brought lip lip balms and nail polish and um, our team in Cadillac actually brings full on meals for the girls and they share them with them. Um, But most of the time, the girls will just come sit with us on their dance rotation. And a lot of them are open books. I mean, they'll just sit down and just spill life stories uh to us we have had quite a few girls who come up to us and try to test us on faith stuff um a lot of them know the bible or they grew up in christian homes and so um you know a lot of the question is how does a good god let all of this stuff that's happened to me happen Uh um and you have about 30 seconds to answer that before she goes up and dances (laughs) and so yeah um yeah it's a lot of testing Um, but overall we've been really accepted. Um, we don't pay a cover charge when we go in, the manager gives us free drinks (laughs) when we're there. So we always get a Sprite and sit down at the table. And so the the manager knows what you guys are doing. Yeah. I mean, he has to, (laughs) but like like now, now, if you think about it, like if the manager lets you go there, those people are going to change and then he's going to run out of business. But like, how does, how is that possible? Like, Cause I would say the manager would stop you from going because he's right. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I, 
Yeah, it's honestly it's like yeah. the grace of God. I have yeah, that's no that's idea. definitely the grace of God because like like yeah, it, you know. <laughs> so like how um how has this changed lives of people? Like, what can you share with us to testify how this has changed? Actually, like one of the people you reach out to, how how has it changed their lives? Yeah, um, we've got several girls who have left the club, um, in all three cities and. I think, I mean, there are so many stories I could tell, but um, I mean, this was kind of a, a crazy one. We had a girl come into the club and she was only there for a few weeks and her boyfriend was actually dropping her off and he would stay in the parking lot uh, while she danced to make sure that she didn't leave early. And we happened to come in one night and it was the first time we had met her and she came up to us sobbing and she was like, I cannot get away from him. I don't have my own car. Um, you know, I feel like I'm trapped here. I don't want to dance. Um, but in a sense he was pimping her out. And so, um, we had just gotten a call earlier that day from single moms ministry in Traverse city. And somebody had just donated a random car and they, for whatever reason, did not have a used for this car. And they called us and they said, Hey, do you know anybody who needs a car? And we were like, you know what? I don't know. Let me ask around. And sure enough, this girl, <laughs> she shows up and she goes, I think if I just had a car and I could get away from him, um, you know, that would really solve my issue. And we all looked at each other and we were just laughing. We were like, wow. okay, great. And so, um, she, we, we helped her get this car. We helped her get the insurance on this car. She left her boyfriend. We helped her get into housing. Um, and to this day, like my mom and her still get coffee together oh. and, um, she's doing awesome. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, I mean, you, every situation in the club is different. You have girls who are there because they like to dance uh-huh. and then you have girls there who are being literally forced to dance and there's everything in between. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we just held a weekend retreat for survivors of sexual assault this past weekend in Travers. And we had uh, three girls join us for that one. And all of them, I mean, had such unique stories, but I I think the common denominator obviously is um, yeah, it's just the trauma that sexual assault causes. And then um yeah, the healing journey is just so different for every girl. But that is really good to just hear uh, the transformation of life. And those are some of the things I'm passionate about. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, my dad is a pastor. And uh, my mom, both of them grew up in church. And my dad has a, mini- a girl's ministry back in Uganda. Uh, these girls are not the same situation in which you, you go to. But these girls go through, like, the abandoned, orphans, abused stay on the street and some of them go through like different things and for me to see those girls lives change how my dad has impacted their lives and hearing the stories you share how you are helping these girls to change their lives that's that's something that touches my heart and these are the stories that I want to listen I want to listen to I want people to listen to to see what God is doing and even talking about like uh, somebody providing a car that's God's provision right there God's grace touching people's absolutely hearts. I've had things happen to me in America where God has provided from times when you didn't expect anything you know and something like that 
like happened. So I love I love hearing those stories. So yeah. what are some of the activities that you do with people and how do you how does this like help your company? You had started mentioning about the renting the pedal company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um people rent paddle boards and they rent kayaks and they rent snowshoes in the winter with us. Um, we do predominantly group paddle experiences. So basically it's like groups of eight to 10 people and we provide like breakfast, lunch, or dinner. We do, um, like an intro to paddle boarding class, or we've done sup with your pup classes too, teaching people how to stand up paddleboard with their dogs. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so it's just like fun outdoor experiences for the general public. And every paddle group actually provides a scholarship so that um, women can join us on holistic wellness retreats like we just had this past weekend um, for free. And so we offer our wellness retreats to the women that we serve, but we also work with several safe houses in the area um, for women who are, you know, going through a holistic program through them, um, but maybe need a weekend retreat as just like an added program situation. So um, yeah, our snowshoes operate the same way. And then we actually also go on adventure trips. Um, we summit mountains across the country and we've started to do summit excursions with survivors as well, kind of as like the physical culmination of the emotional and spiritual mountains that they've been climbing through a safe house program over the last six to 12 months. Um, we're like the last step. So they, can they you know are rescued out of a trafficking situation they end up at a safe house they go through this holistic healing program and then we just get to celebrate the heck out of them for a weekend (laughs) and take them up a mountain and um just tell them like what an incredible job they've done you know Mm -hmm. like it's it's a huge deal you completed an entire program um and we're that bridge between safe house and real life so they have a group of eight women that come around them for an entire weekend and just love on them, encourage them. Um, and then just say, Hey, we're here as resources past this as well, you know, um, creating those lifelong friendships. So yeah, all of our, um, trips also provide scholarships to those as well so that we can continue our programming cost-free to the girls that we work with. That sounds really interesting and really fun. Cause I know actually Emily was telling me one of the, the trips that you take people to and like we were talking about uh, doing one of those but like what are some of the places where you take these people I know she mentioned about Alaska at one time what are some of the different places where you guys go yeah so we have a Banff National Park uh trip in July that one is in Alberta Canada actually and um we're summiting Mount Rundle uh one of the largest mountains in the city of Banff, which is going to be super fun. Um, and then we've got an Acadia national park in Maine, um, trip in September of 2022 as well. And that one is like a glamping trip. Um, pretty, I think that one's going to be a lot of fun, but, um, we're summiting Cadillac mountain there. And that is the highest mountain on the East coast shoreline. Um, and then we do have an Alaska trip in the works. We have not quite launched that one yet. Um, but yeah, Alaska is also on our, on our trip list. So, so so I've noticed that you, you guys do some activities and then you also offer like winter fall activities, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds really interesting. And I've um, I have heard that you host 
like retreats, where do these take place and how do they help uh, your company? You mentioned about retreats while we're talking. Where yeah, so um, yeah, the retreats are kind of like twofold. So we host the retreats for the general public, which is like the Banff trip. Um, or the Acadia trip. That's just for anybody to join us on. Included in those, like final price of those is the scholarship so that we can also host retreats for survivors. So our retreats for survivors look a little bit different. The one that we just hosted this past weekend was actually in Traverse City. And we just rented a beautiful Airbnb um, for all of us. And it was lovely, but we do... um, like some kind of outdoor activity, depending on the time of year. This time it yeah. was a hike, we did a three mile hike um, in Frankfurt with the ladies. And then we bring in a nutritionist at everyone to talk about the importance of like what you're putting in your body. A lot of these girls, you know, don't have any concept of like whole body wellness. And mm-hmm. so over the course of the weekend, that's kind of our goal. We talk about identity. We beat that into the ground. You are worthy. You are yeah. loved you are whole, Jesus loves you, all of those things. Um, So that is kind of the main focus of the weekend is identity, whose you are and why that matters. Uh, But then the nutrition component comes in, the outdoor component comes in, and then we do some kind of like art therapy um, or something like that to get their hands moving and just to do something um, a little bit different. And so yeah, yeah not, not forgetting Trevor City is one of the most beautiful places in Michigan. For those of it you is who awesome. don't, who don't live in Michigan, <laughs> you, you're missing out. Like you should visit Trevor City. It's just absolutely just amazing. Yeah, I've been there quite a few times. So even just being in the in, in the town itself, like it's just just beautiful. Um, it is. So if you could recommend one of these retreats, which one would it be and why? Mm. For anybody, listeners and anybody who is interested. Well, I, (laughs) that's so hard. I love Banff. Um, This will be my third time in Banff um, next summer, but um, I feel like I should recommend Maine because it's not as full. (laughs) Banff, Banff is completely filled, Yeah. (laughs) Um, but Maine, we still have spots open for. So um, I had never been to Bar Harbor, Maine before September of this year. And I was blown away by the beauty. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. And Cadillac mountain is one of the most approachable summit hikes I've ever done. Um, I felt so accomplished getting to the top. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just gorgeous. You've got cliffs, you've got water, you've got mountains. I mean, it's like the whole package yeah. It is gorgeous. So yeah, I was the in food Car- is so good. I was in Colorado like two months ago and just seeing, I went up on the hike a little bit on the hill mountains and stuff. It was really beautiful. So anything oh, like that, I, anything like that, I think will be really interesting. So yeah, um, I also saw that you were at the She Lead Michigan Tea. Uh, what was that? And explain the experience, what it was like. <laughs> yeah, so She Leads Michigan is a group of like faith-based entrepreneurs and leaders in the faith community. And basically every year they pick a hundred women who are doing some kind of important work in Michigan and they honor them at a tea and state our state representatives come and they award you with a little paper and, you know, basically just thank you for your work in the ministry space. And so I was selected for 2020, which was crazy. 
Um, and yeah, got to meet, um, couple of state representatives and they asked me to speak and give a little bit about our our business and so it was really fun it's a cool group of women to be a part yeah. of for sure that's, that's really nice when you get recognized sometimes of like some things you know like you you yeah. do something and that's it's like a reward uh so it's always nice yeah. to to even meet people and connections and just just being so i saw that i saw the pictures and i wanted to ask you about that like what they experience yeah. like yeah so um how can somebody listening how somebody who has had us talk about all these things how can they support you um your ministry i know you've said when people go on these uh, retreats or they participate in that the, the, the those either the finances or something helps to sponsor a girl like what other ways that can people uh support yeah so um paddleboard rentals are huge for us the retreats are huge for us uh snowshoe rentals are huge for us um tomorrow actually we launch a program of scholarship sponsorships which is going to be super exciting so um we had a lot of people who were like you know i can't necessarily afford to spend this amount of money on going on a trip with you guys but i do right. want to provide a scholarship and so we broke it down over the course of a year it's $75 a month. And basically in return for providing an entire scholarship, we give you like, um, it's two paddleboard rentals, two snowshoe rentals, um, a sweatshirt at the six month mark quarterly, um, handwritten thank you notes with new freedom paddle coast stickers in there every month. Um, and then quarterly Spotify playlists that are like inspired by the outdoors. And then at the summit excursion, we'll actually send you a postcard from the summit with a little yeah. video from the top of the mountain thanking you <laughs> yeah. for your support. And so that's something we're launching tomorrow that we're really excited about. Um but honestly like even not financially sharing our stuff and following us on Instagram and following us on Facebook and sharing our message with friends is so huge. Um yeah, we, we would just really be appreciative for people who want to hear about our mission and then also to educate, you know, yeah. The community about human trafficking and that it is real here in Michigan, whether we want to believe it or not. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, being educated about human trafficking and then sharing our stuff is huge too. Yeah, on that very note, I wanted you to just share or just, uh, I will pull in the description, but just share your social media, like the username or like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So people can, who are listening, can just uh, add you and then I'll add it in the description. Perfect. Yeah. It's at Freedom Paddle Co. for just, both Facebook, Facebook and Instagram. So just like that, it's just easy. Just so like that. Should, so just go add them. And I also noticed that you guys have so much and um, I'm actually going to order so much. And there's like, I love stickers. I share my story <laughs> when I go to speak, uh, speaking engagements. Um, I, when I was eight years old, I'd never seen a sticker in my life. I didn't even know what like stickers are for and somebody they sent me a shoebox gift that's i talk about when there was like a lot of gifts when i was young and i pull out a sticker and i realize it's, it peels off and i'm like so what do i do with this sticker i didn't know what to do so i just decorated my whole face with stickers <laughs> so I till today, I till today I, I just love stickers whenever i go to a small town whenever i live somewhere i just buy a sticker and just uh, stick it so I'm going to buy some of your merch because I saw you guys are selling some. And if anybody else is interested, 
we'll put a link on there too. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, our stickers, I don't want to brag, but they are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the pictures of them. So where is the Freedom Photo Company best out of? Because you Grand mentioned okay. I was yeah. gonna say because you mentioned Grand Rapids and then Traverse City. So I wanted to to make sure I got that right. Yeah. Um and I saw a picture of your van. It's so super cool. So I, I want you to tell me a story <laughs> about that. Oh, it's a fun one. Actually, we, um, when we started, I were basically mobile. We meet you at the beach. So I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to need a van to carry all these paddle boards. And, uh, we looked at like Ford transits and just regular utility vans. And I could not shake the like vintage Volkswagen van. I was like, that's the ultimate surfer vibe. And so I started scouring the internet for a 19, whatever <laughs> Volkswagen and, um, came across this one on eBay actually. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about eBay. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I've never bought a vehicle on eBay. On eBay. <laughs> um, and so I just reached out to this guy and he had a super great pr price on this van. It was the first one I had seen in our price range in a while. And, I reached out to him immediately and I was like, okay, um, you know, here's what we're doing and this is our mission. And, um, I love your van and I'm willing to buy it right now. If you just want to take the bidding off. And he goes, I love what you're doing. His wife's actually from Michigan. Oh, wow. And, um, they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll stop bidding and it's yours. And so I sent in the money and it was in Massachusetts. Oh. And so we were going to have it shipped to Michigan but when it came time to get, have it shipped, it was going to be like, I think originally we were looking at like four or $500 to ship it. And we were like, okay, that's fine. It came in under budget. We'll just pay for it to be shipped. And uh, when we finally went to go do that, it was like close to $2,000. Oh, wow. And my husband and I were just like, I am not spending $2,000 to ship this van from Massachusetts to Michigan. And so um, <laughs> we booked flights on points for free to providence rhode island drove to this guy's house in an uber and we showed up on his front door and we were like we're just gonna drive it back and he was like okay and so he had <laughs> he had gotten us an oil change he did i mean he got us like a bunch of van stickers yeah. they were so cute and then there was a bottle of champagne in the <laughs> cup holder and he was like you know, this van is like my baby and I'm so glad you guys are taking care of it and all this other stuff. And so we drove all the way from Massachusetts home in that van. He was not convinced it was going to make it. He kept mm -hmm. texting us along the way. Did you make it to Niagara Falls? Did you yeah. make it to Pennsylvania? <laughs> and so, but yeah, we named her Winnie when we got home Winnie. and, uh, <laughs> yep. She made it all the way and we were so proud. <laughs> That's that's pretty cool. That's that's a pretty cool story to just share because yeah. I saw it. I really like old old vans and old fashioned vans. When I was in uh, Iowa, I I saw a van just parking there. I asked the guy, "Can I take a picture of it?" Because I really liked it. Those old fashioned ones. And that's <laughs> they're uh, so fun. Yeah, that's a pretty cool like uh, story for you to go get it and drive it back because it's a long distance from Massachusetts it was back to back to Michigan. So anyway, I, I've really enjoyed like listening to these stories and you sharing a little bit about what you do and what you do to help uh, all those people. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that all the people that are going to listen to this will learn something 
and appreciate the work you do because you stand put your you stand in a position to help somebody else. And that's why I really am passionate about for those people who say that I'm here, I'm going to stand in this position to help somebody else. So I really appreciate that. And you uh, being able to come here and talk about it. Um, so I have a few questions left uh, to ask you, if you don't mind. Um, what, has been, what has been your life lesson? Mm. Um, I think honestly, I don't know if you've ever seen that picture. It's like an iceberg and you see the very tip of the iceberg that comes out of the water. And that's basically like what you see on the outside of somebody. And then you have the iceberg. That's like, you know, it's, there's a lot of the iceberg that's actually submerged underwater. And that's the part of somebody that you don't see. And I feel like that's the perfect analogy for meeting girls in the strip clubs. Like there is about this much that we see on the outside and what they're willing to share with us. And what we don't see is the huge iceberg underneath of the water and having grace for that and understanding that there is so much more to each person than meets the eye has been such a good reminder in this season. Um, Just being able to give grace and extend love um, even when, you know, they're cussing you out and they're not sure how to handle big situations and big emotions um, and just being there to love them in the process. That is really, I don't even think, I don't, I didn't even want to add anything onto that because I just, I was just paying attention to just listen to that illustration and you <laughs> explaining that. And I'm sure whoever has ears will listen and understand what you're talking about. That's a very cool uh, illustration and you two related to what you actually do Um so I also have another question that I usually ask people I host on my podcast. And um, who would you love to see on my podcast next? And you're going to have to help me get that person on here. <laughs> hmm. That's a great question. I, I don't know. I have, I mean, so many people come to mind. We have some really awesome business owners here in Grand Rapids that are doing incredible things like one of my friends opened a fair trade boutique, also mm. helping survivors of trafficking here in Grand mm. Rapids. And she's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, happy to send over some names. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll let you, uh, leave you to think about it and just, uh, let me know when, when you find one, I'm actually, we're moving back because right now we're living, um, Ascoda, which is like Northwest Michigan, but nice. and we're, we're moving back and I might be working at the Grand Rapids airport. So probably oh, next month. So we'll be back in Grand Rapids for, for the rest of the time we're moving back. That's why my office is really empty. I don't, you can't see the other <laughs> angles, but I took out everything and there's a lot of echo. Um, so <laughs> But I took everything out of my 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 office and but yeah, I'm excited to go to, to get back to Grand Rapids. I really love Grand Rapids and meet people. All, all my friends are back down there. So so yeah, my answer. final question. I last what gets you excited about life? Honestly, this is gonna sound really cliche, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with Jesus. <laughs> um, the hope of a new creation and a bridge between the brokenness and the beautiful, it gets me up in the morning. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, nothing can beat that. I mean, I've, I've asked a question from uh, like a lot of different people and everybody has like a different answer. But in, in a sense, if you think about it, like there's no wrong answer. It's something that you no. can reflect. You can reflect too and they're like, oh, I never thought about that. One person I asked yeah. them and they said food. I'm like, really? You might think it's, it's joking, but like food. because I mean, <laughs> food is a motivator. Yeah. But everybody gets, I mean, not everybody gets to say about food, but like everybody eats food. Like, you, yes. So, but this person was happy to just have food. So, you know, like everybody has a different answer and it's always nice to do yeah. that. And I love hearing that. And it helps me think about somebody's answer. So, Brittany, I really want to thank you for coming on my podcast and be willing to just spend this uh, 30 minutes, 35 uh to just sit down with me and being able to answer all my questions and thank you very much thank you so much for having me it was so great to chat with you all right thank you (laughs) bye bye hey there i am bunny kibuka the host of the uganda boy talk show thanks for watching my video and don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend tune in every saturday at 9 a.m eastern time new episodes about my podcast. And for more information about this podcast, follow me on my Instagram page, talk underscore show underscore 256.